Between 2016 and 2019, I'll bet you paid your taxes. I know that I did. I, I'm sure that, that, like most Americans, you sit there and say, we, I, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to get in trouble with the IRS. I'm going to be very careful. Uh, well, Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's son, is now facing a multi-count indictment from the Department of Justice alleging that he, quote, engaged in a four-year scheme to not pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes that he owed for those years. He didn't pay. Instead, he spent them on drugs, escorts, and girlfriends. And uh, the question now is, will this end in a conviction? Will this end in a sweetheart plea deal like we saw what was offered before? Will we um, perhaps see him serve up to 17 years in prison? Uh, watching all of this with more than uh, an interested eye is Matthew Schneider, the leader of investigations, white-collar defense practice at Honigman Law, who used to file these kinds of indictments at the, as the U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Michigan. Matthew, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. And you're exactly right, Guy. Everybody knows in America we've got to pay our taxes. We don't like to do that. We know that we don't want to do that. But we've done it in the past, and we know we have to do it in the future. And the claim here, the allegation is, is that it's the same thing. Hunter well, Biden knew he had to do it, and he just didn't do it. And he, so tell me, how cut and dried are cases like this? I mean, there's a question, how much did you owe, and how much did you pay? Um, and and we should point out, this isn't something that this was an accounting error. They're saying this was a four-year scheme. Yes, this is not a mistake. It, it, the allegations are three things, tax evasion, av- avoiding the punishments, avoiding the penalties, failure to pay is the second, and then filing a false return. When you file the return, you're lying about it. These are really serious allegations. And in fact, this is the most serious case that Hunter Biden has faced to date. These allegations are very solid, it appears. A lot of this evidence is based on Hunter Biden's own words, his own emails and his discussions. And that is evidence that is extremely strong because when you go in front of a jury and you kind of do a paperwork case, explain, here's the taxes, here's what he should have paid, people will follow that along to a certain extent. But when you put in front of the jury, here's what the defendant himself said, and here's the defendant not paying these taxes and avoiding all of this, it adds a special tone to the jury pool where people get mad and they get especially mad when they see the types of things that are being spent on. I mean, this is really, it's called an extravagant lifestyle, drugs, escorts, luxury travel, exotic cars. The jury is going to hate this person if Hunter Biden goes to trial. Matthew, did Hunter Biden pay this back in full? He did, right? So how does that affect the case? It appears so, but that's not an excuse. And the fact is, is that it was strung over over several years. And I think the egregious part of this isn't necessarily the consequences that resulted from that. It's what he spent it on. What the government is saying is he earned his income on all of these lavish gifts, his business dealings. He earned income on Burisma's board. He knew he had to pay the taxes, and what makes, as I was indicating, what makes juries upset is what you did with the money. And even if you were, even if you did ultimately pay it back, 
you first chose that you were going to spend it on fancy clothing and a Lamborghini and things like that, and you delayed putting off your payment of taxes. And it's just not very palatable for Hunter Biden. Uh, Matthew, it's Marie Osborne. Uh, um, Hunter Biden faces 17 years in prison. Is that how does that uh, compare to other similar crimes and possible sentencing? Do people really go to prison for 17 years for crimes like this or a day? No, no, there's no way that he would serve 17 years. That's just the maximum under the law. The first charge is a five year felony. The second is a misdemeanor. The third is a three year felony. Mm -hmm. I believe if if he's convicted, he will go to prison. The normal person convicted of these crimes under these circumstances will see at least a, a few years in prison. And that's likely what he'd be looking at, maybe two or three years. Matthew, the evidence in this case has been out there at least three years, maybe longer. Do you think that we would have had this indictment from the DOJ? And obviously you spent a number of years there. Do you think we would have seen this indictment but for the two IRS whistleblowers that came forward? And also the judge who oversaw the uh, plea bargain agreement who asked some very inconvenient questions. Yes, that's been reported a lot so far in the media. People are giving credit to the judge for throwing out the earlier plea deal. I don't think that's entirely accurate because if you actually read the transcript of what happened in court, Hunter Biden's own lawyers also pulled out of that plea deal. They didn't agree with it. So it wasn't just the judge. So I think we're seeing things like that. And also what we are looking at in this indictment, there's a lot of unnamed people in here. Business associate number one, number two, number three, entertainment lawyer, trial attorney. None of these people are listed. And I think what the when the other shoe drops, we'll find out who these people are, what they're saying about Hunter Biden, and what everyone wants to know, what connection did these people have with Joe Biden? That is not yet seen in this indictment. No, and there's also the the political prospect, uh, Matthew, of of this being in the headlines throughout the the presidential uh, campaign. Thank you for your time, my friend. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. You too.